Here's some money. Go see a Star War. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that place where we talk about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, not only from your church and your Sunday school, but also to a galaxy far, far away. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all these things. It's a special Star Wars episode, you guys. Yeah! Because today, at least the day that this episode is launching, is May the 4th, so we want you guys, and if you're a day late because you downloaded it, you know, you, you had to wait until like Wednesday, and then then uh, it's Revenge of the Fifth, so we're excited that you guys are with Yay. us. Yay! See, I caramba. Uh, yeah, we, we celebrate Cinco de Cuatro here, sir. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we're excited to have you guys with us for a very special Star Wars episode. Uh, again, my name is Tony T. Uh, I'm not going to be doing this thing by myself because with me, as always, he is the very best at being the worst. Give him a cookie because he's a big Wookie. It's Steve O. Supremo. Hello there. Okay, he's going to go his own direction on this one, and that's fine. That's- I was quoting Obi Wan Kenobi. What, what accent are you doing now? I don't know. I forgot how he sounded as I started to say it. <laughs> okay. so Calm down there, Shakespeare in the park. He's doing Alec <laughs> McGregor. Does mother Alec know McGregor. you wear their drapes? <laughs> uh, keep keeping this party going. She's uh, she you you can blow up her planet, but she's still gonna has all the all the guts it takes to lead the resistance. Uh, she is a. P- a punk rock pirate, <laughs> your friend and mine. I'm making these up as I go. If you could not tell, it is Alexandria Marica. I would have tried to say hi in Wookiee, but I don't know how to speak Wookiee. Apparently, you just say hello now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Steven did. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, hanging out in the uh, in the the sandy dunes, he will digest you for a thousand years. He is our own personal Sarlacc. It is Quentin Gregory Neff. Hey. It's me. <laughs> How does that Boba Fett taste? Oh, like I just want to throw him up. <laughs> so that's what happened. He tastes overweight. <laughs> it's just really metallic. Just yeah. really tinny. I don't know. Yeah. Just tinny. He, well, he was. He, he started off with a weird, like a like a, a raspy flavor, and now he tastes more British. He's like he's like the fruit stripe gum of bounty hunters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tastes like a clone. Yeah. Oh, keeping this uh, this thing going. Um, uh, swinging from the trees and fighting ATSTs. She is uh, America's favorite Ewok. It's Julia Cameron Colazzo. I accept. <laughs> I will take it. I love it. Jub jub. All right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> over in the booth, uh, pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying. He's our own. Uh, he's gen- our Wedge Antilles. <laughs> he's a Wedge Antilles. No, he's our big dark glider. I was I was going for a uh, I was going for an Admiral Akbar vibe, but you know, oh, that's just a trap. It's a trap. Yeah. Oh, whatever it is. Uh, he is Nick, the engineer. Hello. Nick is uh, Nick is only a few weeks, like two weeks now from getting married. So yeah, he is. The trap, the trap has been sprung indeed. 
Well, we're going to get into this thing tonight. We'd love for you to join the conversation. The best way for you to do that is to hang out with us across all the social medias. Alexandria, tell them where they can find us. You can find us on all the social medias at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can also go to our website at nerdofgodcast.com. Or you can join our Facebook life group, Nerd of God Squad. Or you can jump directly there by going to nogsquad.com. Share some memes and live your dreams. And don't forget to join our Nog Dance Challenge on TikTok. That's right. You can do one of those old duet deals. Yeah. And yeah. dance to our theme song. And we'll react to you. We'll dance we with you. Great. Appropriately. It'll be a great time. Yeah, can we just hit a couple random things real quick? Yeah. I, I just want to talk about a couple. <laughs> 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 I'm uh, sorry. Um, can we just talk about the fact that you said let's hit a couple random things and Neff hit me immediately, <laughs> and I don't appreciate Alexandra, that. Alexandra, you're not random. You're precisely where you're supposed to be. I just kind of swung my arms. I was and, kind of uplifting. <laughs> I was swinging my arms. And just, I blacked out for a moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt like I was in a mosh pit in 2013. <laughs> I'm sorry. So many things Neff, just happened. Neff just went to like a full King Louis arm flailing like m- monkey pound. Like you <laughs> to swing his arms. <laughs> the Christopher Walken Guys, version. Of Car- I'm gonna of cry. It's Little, so mo- it's little moments like this when I wish we were a video <laughs> podcast. Uh, I just want an animated gif of Steven swinging his arms around going, I want to be like you. Uh, that's delightful. Yeah. Uh, just a couple quick things. I'm just going to say a word. Tell me the first thing that comes into your mind if you saw it, if you consumed it, what you thought about yes. it. The Oscars. I didn't watch no, it. No, Did nope. not watch it. When no, were they? No. Yeah. <laughs> a few days ago. Yeah. No sense in watching the Oscars. I've literally not seen any movies this year. No. That's, why yeah. I, that's the main reason why I didn't watch the it. The only movies I watched before the Oscars in the last calendar year that I had not seen before had Godzilla in them. So, like, yeah, I just, exactly. you know, like. Right. I went to the movies for the first time since living in the Philippines on Thursday. And I was like. What movie did you I, see? I went to see the Demon Slayer um, movie. Oh, nice. It was good. Is, can I ask you a question? Yes. Is Demon. Whoa! She calm, is, calm down she's there. She's ready to hit a couple random things with this. Man, is Demon Slayer? And I'm, I'm legitimately asking: Is Demon Slayer appropriate for a Christian to watch? I think because on the surface level, it doesn't sound like it is, or it sounds like it super is. I think there are a lot of. <laughs> I think there are a lot of really good underlying messages. It's there's it. There's a lot you, of good underlying messages in Arby's commercials. But they have the meats. <laughs> Guys, let her talk. Jeez Louise. Dim Arby's boys. Wheels up. Scurry. One of the... Oh my gosh. What is happening? I'm ignoring everything that just happened. Yeah. One of the one of the main plot points is that... Um, is that the main character, Tanjiro, is defending his sister because his sister has become a demon. But... As one he does. Knows, he knows that... In the West, we call that puberty. Alexandria, finish strong, finish strong. The underlying message there is that he knows that that's not who she's really supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And he defends the fact that she is like still somewhere in there. There's still good in you, sister. Mm -hmm. I sense it. Right, basically. So Mm -hmm. he, he like goes on this mission basically to cure her and becomes a part of like the Demon Slayer core. And his goal ultimately is to find the cure for her. Because he knows that every person who has become a demon had a past life or like, a, you know, like when they were human, they're not all awful. They do awful things, but they are not awful themselves. So is your argument that it is okay for a Christian to watch? I think so, because I think there's a lot of really good underlying Just messages. not a good place for them to get their theology from. Perhaps not. Okay, so the, and I, the, here's the reason I'm asking you. I got a message on Facebook the other mm-hmm. day from uh, someone who went to our youth group 
by golly, 12 years ago. I don't even know when. Um, young girl, she was she was in the youth group, fairly actively involved. And then, as sometimes people do, she got out of church, went her own way, did her own thing. And uh, she messaged me earlier this week, and, and she said... Um, she recently turned her life back to Christ. And she says, I'm not sure if my walk is strong or good enough, especially with my interest, LOL. Okay, now I'm curious. And um, she said, I love anime and stuff. So I don't know if God will like that. So, you know, we, I'm like, well, you came to the right place. You know, like yeah. a Christ culture and nerd culture is kind of my thing. So I, I, without knowing exactly what she was watching, I said anime is like anything else. It's like music. It's like television. It's like relationships. It's a lovely expression of creativity and storytelling, but it can be too much if it fills us with thoughts and feelings that don't line up with God's best for us. Mm-hmm. So she said, I'm a big Demon Slayer fan, and I've had many Christians tell me it's okay to watch as long as it doesn't mess with my faith in Christ. And the main character is a Christ-like figure. Again, I don't know anything about it, so that's why I was asking you. So my like my weird thing is like she's a very brand new baby Christian. Mm-hmm. There's something in her life that that is a uh, kind of an anchor thing for her from before her reconversion to Christ or her return mm-hmm. to a relationship with God. And and I'm trying to balance out the whole thing of like, no, I don't think that you need to put down the things that entertain you. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know if that needs to lend a significant voice to her uh, her life and her mindset mm-hmm. while she's taking her first baby steps as a Christian. I would say for me, whenever I first became a Christian, I had to cut out almost everything that I used to love before, including like movies and pop culture and like secular music and things like that. I had to lay those things down because I knew that at that point, for me, it wasn't benefiting my relationship with Jesus. Right. Her story might be totally different. And Paul even writes, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So she has to take that to the Lord and say, Lord, is this something that's going to hinder my relationship with mm-hmm. you? And everyone's convictions are going to be different. So if for her, it's going to hinder that relationship, that new relationship where she's going to be distracted from pursuing the Lord consistently then I would say lay it down. But I personally don't think Demon Slayer, where I'm at and my relationship with Jesus is going to be a distraction or a hindrance because I can filter those things now. So let me ask you this then. Uh, first off, when Paul was saying, you know, all things are permissible, all things are lawful, not everything is profitable, mm-hmm. he wasn't quoting scripture or giving a word from God. He was quoting a cultural statement that the Corinthians used, mm-hmm. uh, kind of using that as a jumping off point for that. Second, if you're watching it and you're okay with it and you're balancing it, but it, but it does become a, a, a hindrance to somebody else, is it okay? And I, I'm, this is this is the question oh. that could like crucify the entire Nerd of God cast and every other podcast that does this sort of thing. Is, is it the me? sort of thing that we should say, like, hey, if we're saying this is okay, but it's not okay for her, should we be saying it's okay? I, and, and I don't even know that I necessarily want an answer for that right now, but this is the balance that all of us have to mm-hmm. face every day with all the things that we're passionate about because it's so easy for fandom to, to become an idol. And yeah. boy, we just jumped into this show with both feet, didn't we? This isn't even yeah. what we're talking about. We're talking about Star Wars tonight. But I blame the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's interesting. First of all, to ask a question, are you talking about um, yeah. that that Paul wrote about like how there's the like meat. the meat and mm-hmm. then sacrifice. yes yeah and then he's like oh I don't have a problem with it but if it's gonna let any if of my brothers my and sisters to stumble then I'll just like not I'll lay it down for the sake yeah of. so that is an important point but it's interesting that she chose it by name she's like oh I don't know that God will like this and right. I wonder why she thinks that because if it's of her own 
you know, feelings and thoughts like, oh, maybe this is questionable. Okay, that's something to explore. But is it because other people have like told her? She's afraid of judgment or... Yeah, I think the reasoning for that should be delved or we should go into that. Yeah, like what's the motive behind her Her suspicion, yeah. Right. Because if there's something that she's like unsure about of of herself, that maybe is a good hint. Hmm. What's also Hmm. a show, and I've not watched it, I'm assuming it's primarily involving demons pretty much every episode oh yeah yeah i would assume that it's not questionable but it could be looked at if you don't know about it like i would assume it's not appropriate mm. i've never seen it don't know anything about it i'm basing it on the fact that it's an anime and the same as demon slayer so <laughs> i'm prejudging it based on just the the most thinnest guideline that i feel I like there's have. a christian band called demon slayer too Probably. so you know i think there is honestly it's comparable i would say like in Japanese culture to like Western culture, like vampires. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. You've been bitten by a demon and you like become a demon and now like you want like human blood. That I mean it's like vampires. Yeah. You know? So it's also very like demonic. A- they cringe at the cross. I mean, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Again, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm I'm being a little no, argumentative for the sake of just mm-hmm. you know radio, but uh, but, but it, he's playing devil devil advocate. The thing is, I think I, for I, I, I think well, for all of us, need an we uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alexandria, you tell I mean, it. please somebody tweet that. We I, I think what happens is we sometimes get to a cruising altitude. I did it too. Like for the most of the '90s, when I became a Christian, I put all my secular music mm-hmm. aside, and then there came a time when that wasn't like as big of a deal for me, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. went and started recollecting all my secular music and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Would I have been better off if I didn't? Maybe. I I don't know. But if if Paul does say, like, follow me as I follow Christ, and other people were to do with, if they had no scripture other than the life that I demonstrate, Mm -hmm. would the things that they replicate in my life get them closer to Jesus or further than Jesus? So, again, not try. There's absolutely zero condemnation. I'm not coming at you. I, I just the the dialogue I think is healthy. And uh, when we get uncomfortable with this sort of things, it usually means that God is challenging us. You know, but by, yeah. by lining up our life with His words. So, uh, let us know what you think. Uh, is Alexandria going to hell for watching anime? Uh, <laughs> uh, you, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> dang. <laughs> this is what happens when you put the best picture, not the last category on the Oscars. It changes everything. Dog and cats living together. Mass, Mass hysteria, hysteria, the whole thing. Uh, speaking of Oscar-worthy movies yeah. and, and things that we probably shouldn't endorse, um, I did watch the Mortal Kombat movie. I yeah. haven't watched it yet. Uh, yeah. Did you watch it? I did. Yeah. Uh, we were. Are, yeah. It was awful, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a good movie. Right. Like, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest movie of all time. But as a fa- as a person who is a, a kind of a fan of Mortal Kombat, like the games, I was like, "This is pretty cool." Like, this it, was, it was from a the DC movie. fan. No, 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 hold no, on. No, <laughs> Mortal Kombat's I, kind of I, so th- <laughs> adjacent. So this is a weird thing, right? The movie is. I'll just say this definitively: the movie was a bad movie. Like even the fighting scenes were not great. Yeah, it was a but. I we I went out. I took my wife out for a little date night, and we came home. And you know, at the end of the night, we just kind of put on the TV. We're sitting on the couch together, and as a joke, I started playing this Mortal Kombat movie. And she got like really into it. Like, like what's going to happen? Because the opening scene. Because really the opening good. scene is really good. Like opening the opening great. scene really draws you in. Mm-hmm. And then once that's over, it's really stupid by the numbers. Yeah. 
you know, kind of dumb, like, we've got to fight was it, bad guys. Was it better than the 90s version? You know, so the, so to compare and contrast, I went back today and watched a little bit of the 90s version, <laughs> and I honestly think I like the 90s version better. <laughs> but it was pretty comparable in the way that, like, if you compare, like, 2002 Spider-Man to Spider-Man Homecoming. But it's better it's than like, Annihilation. It, it, you know, it's like, it, it's updated, the, the things look sharper. Oh, it's... it's Annihilation's the Amazing Spider-Man. Natalie uh, Portman <laughs> worked really hard on that movie. Uh, Annihilation was really... But just ignore oh. him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Mortal Kombat was really bad, but it was it was yes, yeah, like there was something enjoyable about it. I don't know. It yeah. was like a bowl of hair with like a little gold nugget in the, the original middle. one. I, I did not watch it. I was supposed to watch it with somebody and I just found out they watched it without me. Oh, yeah. that is ooh. for like the fourth time in a row now. That just happened. Like four right movies now. now. Mm. Um, all right, we'll move on with a little random thing. Uh, watch the Sony PlayStation State of Play today. It was stupid. Oh, if it you, happened? Mm, I didn't know if that. You, if you watched it, I'm so sorry. If you watched it live and you had to sit through that entire thing to see absolutely nothing. Oh. Oh. You saw a crappy trailer for a game called uh, a, a DLC for Subnautica. You saw that oh. Among Us is coming to PlayStation. Who cares? Oh. And you saw 15 minutes of uh, Ratchet and Clank, and that was it. Oh. Ratchet and Clank was my favorite. Yes, I and I, like I hope that you enjoy me. it when you play it, but I don't want to watch somebody else playing it for 15 minutes. Oh, that was it? I don't have that a That was it. That was the whole so thing. I'm glad uh, I missed it then. I'm not going to be able to play it. If you watch it on YouTube, the countdown leading into it is just as long as the actual show. It's oh, really nice. bad. So state of play, yeah. terrible. Um, we are going to get into tonight. We're going to be talking about Star Wars tonight. I'm super excited about this, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars is one of the most like persistent fandoms in in nerd culture, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like everybody everybody has seen and been exposed to Star Wars. Well, almost <laughs> everybody. Our friend Julia. Uh, <gasps> what? Oh. Everybody say hi, Julia. Hi, Hello, Julia. Julia. <laughs> Hello there. Where's this going, Julia? Julia uh, Julia has not taken uh, her journey around the stars in a galaxy far, far away. At least she hadn't until we started preparing for this episode. Yep. And we, uh, we sat down and we decided we were going to watch the original trilogy together. We were going to watch more than just the original trilogy, but Julia does not have <laughs> the energy capacity to get through a movie in one sitting. So, I really don't, you guys. Oh, wow. So we went. Don't take it personally. First of all, I have to defend myself. Uh-huh. It's, I didn't just fall asleep because it was Star Wars, or if I thought it was boring. So no one come for me. I just have no capacity to stay awake. While no capacity. Movies. Don't worry. I love A New Hope. It's a great movie. It is boring. It is a slow paced movie. It's a slow paced movie. movie. I, I did like it. So she it. fell asleep in A New Hope, and that's okay. So when we went to watch Empire, I pulled up on YouTube like A New Hope in five minutes, kind of a recap to cover anything that she missed. <laughs> then we watched Empire. That took us two nights to watch. It did. Oh, wow. And then we watched Jedi. That took us two nights to watch. We're, we're sitting there, and it, <laughs> we're like literally like halfway through it, and she goes, Tony. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. That sounds just like And that's like halfway through is like out of Jabba's palace. That sounds like least money's impression of you. Tony's that was that was pretty I sad. literally watched the entire original trilogy today. Yeah. Well, well some people have to work. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on those movies. But uh but I would love to hear from you, Julia, and let us know what your impressions were of Star Wars kind of on your your first watch through uh, through fresh eyes. Take us mm-hmm. on this maiden voyage to uh to this sci-fi fantasy. Okay. I thought it was just so imaginative because when I going into watching it for the longest time, I'd seen bits and pieces of it growing up. And I, it just didn't click for me how much I would like it now. Um, I think the main things that I really took away from it was just all of the creativity and all of the art that was made around it, like all of the sets, mm. all of the costumes, all of Princess Leia's hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's got a lot of it. Um, 
I really loved, um, you know, the puppetry. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and just like so much creativity that went into building the world. And I could just imagine how much heart and, you know, work went into making it happen. And that just made me really admire it. But aside from that, I loved the story. I thought it was really epic. Um, I had mentioned this on a previous episode of Nerdo Godcast many moons ago. Um, I have I had originally seen, uh, maybe in middle school, the prequels because I was like, oh, I should watch Star Wars. I'm going to watch them in episode order because I didn't know that that mattered at all and everyone got <laughs> mad at me later. But I... <laughs> yeah. But um, coming back to the original ones that were made, it was just... They're a lot better than the prequels, <laughs> but I don't know. I liked them a lot, and I loved the acting too. There were, and now you as an actress, there was a, there was a couple of moments you're like, you know, that <laughs> thing that Luke is doing with his eyes right now, yeah. that's stupid. <laughs> it was so funny. So, um, which um, movie was that? They all kind of blurred together because that was in Jedi. Okay, L- Luke is trying to tell Leia, yes. that hey, you're my sister. Yeah, but for he's just like. Hey, um, Darth Vader is my father, and then like he he's like looking down, saying all these words, and yeah. he says the punchline of like, yeah, he's my father. He looks up dramatically to see what she says, <laughs> and then like he looks down again. He's like, oh, but force also- is strong in my family. My father has it. My I have it. <laughs> my sister has it. My looks sister up has dramatically. it. <laughs> and like, everything about it was just so funny and like endearing. It was great. Yeah, you're my sister. You made out with me. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. We we won't talk about that. Well, now that you have seen Star Wars, we can uh, solidly uh, answer this question. Character from a movie or a video game, a famous flying is from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're gonna play a game called If We Were. So tonight we're gonna ask the question, who would we be if we were a Star Wars character? And uh, Julia, since you are the newbie, you can go first. Yay. I would probably be (laughs) C-3PO. Okay. Okay. See, in, <laughs> let me explain. So when you first asked, I wanted to be Lando because he was my favorite, but I'm clearly not him. You, I just you don't could have be this. Lando if you want to, girl. I know. I really couldn't. Like he's so cool and confident and like just suave in the air. <laughs> Lando, I don't know. You truly belong up here with us. Okay, the that was a little much, but like I don't know. I really thought he was cool, but I think I'd be C3PO because if we're being real. Like, I'm a ball of anxiety, but I really want to help you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just, like, want to be a part of the group. And I'll just start sh- oversharing things and being like, oh, what about this? And everyone will be like, okay, enough of you. And then they'll turn me off. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I, like, identified with him a lot. And I don't know. He was just um, really endearing. And I loved his um, back and forth with R2. And I just don't know. He's just great. And I like him. So I would be him. 3PO it is? Yeah. Alexandra. I would be Finn, and I think I would be Finn because Finn knew that there was something wrong with where he was at, and he like needed to get out, and now now he's like trying to make things right, hmm. and I really like him. My other choice would have been BB-8 because I feel like BB-8 is kind of sassy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Those are So, Julia, you have no idea who Finn or BB-8 are. I know what they look like. That yeah. is it. But we will uh, we'll, we'll watch those ones. We'll get there eventually. For, for next May 4th. Yeah, but I really like Finn, so if, I think if, I'm If you Finn. watch that movie again... Finn always has a look on his face, at least in The Force Awakens, of just like, what's going on right now? That's me. I'm like, I don't know what's happening ever. And I'm just like, but I want to do things to help. We're similar in this. Nev, who would you be if you were a Star Wars character? I'd be Chewbacca, of course. (laughs) Doesn't make sense. I'm large. I'm lovable. I'm 
Loyal. No, no, no. Large, no. lovable, loyal. Yes. There those, we go. those three. That I, and I, I am wanting to go every once in a while. <laughs> so. Right. And out of all the gentlemen here, you have the most hair. Yeah. This is true. And he is definitely, he's always in a hurry to get home for life day. It's yeah. True. And I have a collection of arms in the back of my car. And he's going to um, more of a general grievous move, isn't it? And he's going to name his son I'm Lumpy. He's <laughs> Lumpy <laughs> Neff. <laughs> no, just Lumpy. Just one word. Lumpy. I hear Lumpy, and I think Lumpy Space Princess mm. every time. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, you guys! I need some buckles for my dump truck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the lump. <laughs> Nick, Nick, if you were a Star Wars character, what character would you be? Um. R2-D2. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're pals. We got to keep you and Julia away from each other then. No, they fight a lot, but then- Whack Nick in the head and call him him, overweight glob of grease. But then, you know, 3PO helps him out in the end. Uh, Steven, if you were a Star Wars character, who would you be? I want to say Obi-Wan Kenobi, but I feel like I might be a little bit Anakin because I feel like if you had the opportunity, you would cut off my arms and legs and just leave me next to a- (laughs) Volcanic on a planet burning. I would never do that to you, Stephen. I mean, it may happen just because of the way the story rolls out, but yeah. I wouldn't do it willingly. Yeah. You are my brother, Stephen. I hate you. You have the high ground. <laughs> I always. Just teach my son that lesson. <laughs> yeah. Just give my son a lightsaber one day. Oh, wait a minute. I hate you. Here's, here's your lightsaber, son. He murdered a bunch of children with it. <laughs> oh, too Uh-oh. soon, man. Too soon. Master Skywalker, what do we do? <laughs> oh. That was a really good lightsaber. Do it again. Do it again. No, I don't. You only get one once for free. Uh, no, do it again. Only one. It's for okay. Free. We can rewind it when we. <laughs> you, you know the thing is, I've always uh, and growing up with Star Wars, I came out the same year Star Wars came out. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Star Wars came out. We first. maybe want to rephrase that. <laughs> he came out the Brandon. He came out the room with the lightsaber I, in his hand. I, I know what I said. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Star Wars and I are both 1977 originals, and so I, I grew up literally my whole life watching Star Wars. I mean, we watched it when the in the re-released Empire in the Theater, Jedi in the Theater, and then all the way through. And um, I always, because when you're a little kid, you know, you're you want to be Han Solo or you want to be Chewbacca or you want to be Luke Skywalker. I always want Luke Skywalker was my dude. That was the main guy. He was the young guy. He was the kid. So as a kid, like that's who you see yourself as. Yeah. You know, you want to be empowered and. Here's a kid that's just like, I'm a nobody. I just want to go to Tashi Station. And then all of a sudden, he becomes the hero of the story. And that's cool. And you want to be that. And then kind of growing up and, and, and seeing Luke shift, especially in the new trilogy, like I feel like there's you, you go from being the boy wonder to being the mentor of the next thing. And that's kind of a role that I've always seen myself in. So uh, for me, I think I, I say Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Some days, Darth Vader. Just depends on what day you catch me. Uh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, usually when my asthma kicks in, it's like, <laughs> but, uh, <Yeah. laughs> Alexandria's laughing so hard. She's not even making sound. That's the 13th laugh. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Uh, but let us know who you would be if you were a Star Wars character. Again, you can do that by hitting us up on the social medias. Just, uh, let us know with hashtag if we were, we'll be right back. Hello everybody, my name is Harold Ferguson and I'm here at Tashi Station to have customers try the new Blue Milk Challenge. I have with me my first customer. Young man, what is your name? I'm Luke Skywalker. Ah yes, and why are you here today Luke? To pick up some power converters. Well Luke, I'm glad you could take time to join us. Here's how the challenge works. We have two cups in front of us. Two! Uh, yeah. Uh, one cup is marked A and the other B. You're going to try both and then tell me and the audience which you prefer, alright? I'm ready for anything. 
Alright, go ahead and try cup A. Do, do you always make that face when, when you drink blue milk? No? Yeah? Okay. Alright, anyway, uh, now try cup B. Did you see that? Yes, I did, and I uh, did not like it the second time either. But the question is, which did you prefer, A or B? Ah, uh, yes. That's new blue- Threepio? Uh, no, that's that's not an option. R2? Oh, no, that's not one either. R2! Okay, moving on. You chose new blue milk with more flavor, protein, and fiber than the leading blue milk brands. Oh, it's not true. That's impossible! Actually, it's science. You see, we- no! Sir, if you keep interrupting me, I'm just gonna have to ask you to leave. No! Yes, sir. Please stop interrupting. No. This is very childish. No. Mr. Skywalker. No. Alright, I think we're done here. New Blue Milk. Try it today. And don't forget, look for the specially marked bags of New Blue Milk for a chance to win a brand new Toyota. Now all I gotta do is find this Yoda. Uh, yeah, no, except for you. But tell me why I Goodbye, folks. They don't pay me enough credits to put up with this, and they only calamari flan. Looks like Hotel Bar Soap. Give me a break. And now it's time for Silly Jokes with Julia. The part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. Hey you guys, what's the temperature inside of Tauntaun's body? What? what? Lukewarm. This has been Silly Jokes with Julia. Join us next time when Julia says... Why can't Darth Vader strike up a new love life? Why? He's looking in all Duran places. Nah. <laughs> he was. Not no more. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. Dun. You know Darth Vader actually had a second wife. Her name was Ella. <laughs> oh, Ella Vader? Yeah, but their relationship had too many ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them... <laughs> Somebody the air out of somebody. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, it sounded like somebody was slowly deflating a balloon. <laughs> that me, you guys. <laughs> Sir, we're receiving a hail. Your friends at the Nerd of Godcast are waiting to talk to you. Call 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. Call now. Hey, we got a call coming in, you guys. I'm excited about this next guest that's coming up. Uh, for the first time ever with his daughters, will you please welcome back Dr. Zay himself, Christian the Dragon Zadek. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. And you have with you River and Journey, your uh, your offspring. Yes. They love her. They love her. <laughs> 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 uh, spawn. Honestly, oh, d- two of the most delightful young humans I have ever met in my entire life. I think of them uh, so many times. I've you know got to see them and and meet them kind of growing up, and just every time I'm so impressed by them. You guys are awesome, blessed people, and I'm glad to know you. Ah, uh, well, I certainly agree. I was talking have, to uh, them, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I was agreeing with you about them. <laughs> Thanking you for saying nice things about my children. No, uh, I, I, uh, they have I, a, I give your wife all the credit. <laughs> they have a story, though, actually, about you. Anytime that I say <laughs> Pastor Tony, they're like, oh, is that the house with the milkshakes? Oh. And I say, uh. oh, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you guys, you guys should tell very quickly what's well, the. The uh, one night we were sitting at your house. Um, we were in a room where we could see through a window, through another window, uh, what 
you guys at the table doing stuff. And we just remember that we were supposed to be in bed. And you guys <laughs> about us. Yeah. And so <laughs> they looked through the window and saw through the screen door, through the other screen door, uh, me and Ashley and Tony and his wife, we were having uh, so I think we we're having full on steak and shake, uh, mm. fries and shakes. Oh, and they were looking through the window and they were like, Are they having milkshakes? Oh. <laughs> and then they actually, I'm pretty sure we called you and asked. <laughs> they were so, like, the injustice has lived with them for years. They're like, Oh, yeah, I remember oh, the milkshakes. How long ago was this? How oh, yes. long ago? This was what, about three years ago? At least, yeah. Oh my goodness. I feel like such a villain right now. Listen, <laughs> girls, next time we see each other, listen, there's milkshakes. You I owe you. Neither of you are lactose intolerant, are you? You're good? You're good with milkshakes? Uh, All right, I owe you. I owe do you, you remember Pastor Tony? Ah, uh, yes, the milkshake. The man. milkshake. Man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we remember that time y'all had milkshakes without us. Uh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, love should never be withholding. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, I'm I'm really excited to have you guys here with us tonight. And Christian hosts one of my favorite. My, I mean, probably my favorite. The the show that I watch the most on YouTube, which once was Street Food, and now mm -hmm. is called Christian Has Ideas. What is that all about? Like that, that doesn't that seem a little arrogant? I don't know. Christian has ideas, or <laughs> yeah. What are the ideas well, that you share on your YouTube for those that are uninitiated? Yeah, pretty much what happened was I did my my YouTube channel all around street food, uh, living in China, which I loved. The girls Journey and River were on it quite often, and it was a yes. kind of a cool way for folks back home to see them grow up and, and see our adventures in China. And then um, I was no longer in China, and uh, so I stopped making the show. And I was kind of, I had did, I did 10 seasons of the show. So I was, not that, not that I'd eaten all the snacks, but I was just, I was kind of <laughs> running on fumes when it came to that format. And uh, yeah, I took a little break and then decided I still wanted to make stuff. And I didn't really want to limit myself to one thing. So I just, it's not smart in the YouTube algorithm to go lots of directions, but I don't really care about that too much. So <laughs> I just decided. We're hey, going to go all make, the directions. Yes. I want to write some songs and play those. And I want to, I want to tell my stories and then I still do cooking and stuff and then just random things. Now. I yeah. love his music. Yeah, your music, so, I've heard a few. It's so good. I have so showed good. off your songs to so many people, which Not I mean, they're, they're just fantastic. Me. I feel left out, sir. You live in I'm, Tampa. We never hang out. You can oh. send me a YouTube link. <laughs> I'll show you tonight. I live four minutes from your house. You've never showed me any Yeah, but stuff. you got married and we don't hang out anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tried to hang out with you the other day and you said no. Yeah. You don't have to show me any stuff. I'm subscribed. Well, you guys are sweet. <laughs> you guys. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, in, in between looking at stories about jungle melons that save people's lives and <laughs> getting hungry because it was like one o'clock in the morning and I'm watching Christian make noodles and stuff. And I'm just, I mean, just all the different things, uh, which by the way, I got to make those noodles. Like seriously, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not mad. If I had a nickel for every time I watched his channel and said that exactly. I'm phrase, hungry. I got to get some noodles. I got to make those noodles. <laughs> so I thought Christian has all these cool stories and all these things and he's so and inspiring ideas. and ideas. He's got ideas, <laughs> literally has ideas. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if to celebrate Star Wars, to celebrate May the 4th, we could have some kind of like crossover Star Wars idea. So Christian tag teamed with Journey and they did something that was really, really cool. Now, now, uh, Journey, first off, I can't believe that this actually happened. I, I got to see the video. It, it, it won't it has not come out. It won't come out until the day that this releases May the 4th. Um, and I can't believe that you did what you did. First off, <laughs> my respect level for you has always been high, but now I am in awe and fear of you. <laughs> so she has and it was is crocheting the right word. 
Okay, because I don't want to like it's cross stitching, fool. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing and then have everybody from like Michaels and Hobby Lobby mad at me. Uh, so I brought here tonight because <gasps> not only it? did she make it, but the Zadek family honored me by sending this to us. Oh, that's adorable! Oh, wow! Oh my God! Is this not the coolest thing you've ever seen? I love this. This that's awesome. is a, a a baby Yoda, a Grogu. That was handmade, and when I say handmade, like I mean, there was you didn't even use a pattern for this, did you? Uh, no. This is crazy no, to wow. me. That's amazing. Isn't this amazing? That's really cool. And so I got this box, and I didn't know like what what's what's in the, what's in the box. And I open it up, and I honestly almost like started crying. Like I was like so honored and happy, and like this is the one from the video, you guys. Like this is you put it in the in the light box and hang it on the wall of the Hard Rock Cafe. This is so so cool. And I know that this is an audio podcast, so none of you that are listening out there beyond just this table and this Zoom call know what I'm talking about. So yeah, uh, we're gonna post pictures of it all across our social medias at Nerdicodcast. But the best place to see and experience this is to go over to the YouTube page, Christian Has Ideas, and watch Journey actually make this thing. Um, it's it's breathtaking. Like, how do you know how to do this sort of stuff? Uh, well, were, were you bitten by a radioactive crochet needle and now you have this superpower? Mom <laughs> <laughs> um, thought it was interesting because I was into crafting and stuff, and so she... She had been doing some of it, and then she like showed me a video on how to do it, and then I got into it, and and then I started getting like books about the patterns and stuff, and mm -hmm. the different stitches, and then I kind of can make up patterns myself. I can't yeah. believe it. Like yeah. it's it's like magic to me. Like it's it's mm -hmm. like seriously like using the force with yarn. Yeah. Well, did yeah. you know Zadik means creative? So does Zadik mean creative? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> so now now you guys are big star wars fans and and you 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 really <laughs> rivers in the back like yes yes jesus yes <laughs> just a bit <laughs> what, what's your what's your give me your favorite star wars stuff like tell me tell me the things that you enjoy the most about star wars uh, uh let me river jump in and tell me what like what is it about star wars that you love the most uh well I like that dad likes it. Aww. Oh, oh, my heart is so cute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like all the cool, like, scenes and stuff. Who's your favorite yeah. Star Wars character, remember? I guess maybe Han. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, she, she probably won the best thing ever tournament last season with Han Solo. <laughs> What she I, likes his blaster. She likes all the gadgets and and stuff. So any any of like the tinkering stuff, she's really into. Nice. Yeah. Very very. Well, who's your favorite droid? Hmm. Well, C three P C three PO and R two D two are like a pair. Okay. Right. All right. All right. right. Way, way to have an okay. and instead of an or. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah, they have. They win personality. Nice. Um, I guess maybe BB eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Or. What's that one droid who is on? He's on the wheel. He was in. Yeah. 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 No, thank you. Like, no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think, Journey? Who, what, do you, what do you love about Star Wars? I like how there's so much to work with in the universe. Like they can just go and make like shows about whatever. Like yeah. there's so many cool. And they have. Too. Yeah. And they have. So. Did you guys watch The Mandalorian? Yes. <laughs> you liked it. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> very, that, cool. very, very. That's cool. I mean, your favorite character was in that, probably, right? Yes, yeah, so, so, oh, oh yeah, very cool. Did you watch all the Clone Wars? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really liked that last most recent season of the Clone Wars because yeah. Ahsoka's been my favorite for so long, and then it was like so much of it was centered around her. So yeah. those last couple episodes when they kind of went through Order sixty six, that was mm-hmm. intense. Like that was yeah. no yeah. joke, man. Like they had me tearing up watching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but not everybody here has seen all that, so no spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, uh, spoilers are okay now. Okay, Christian no, Ahsoka no. is in it. Awesome. <laughs> Spoiler alert: If what? you watch Ahsoka is in it, you'll see from the thumbnails on Disney Plus. Christian, how you've been a Star Wars fan? I mean, since you were a kid, right? Oh yeah, man. That's like I, I was born in 1980, so I was too young the first time the movies came around, I think. But I, I have a memory of like seeing it in a theater, probably when it re-released yeah. and uh, or something like that. And yeah, watching them on VHS with my dad. I had uh, Luke Skywalker sheets on my bed. <laughs> Anytime I like played make believe, I was always being Luke Skywalker. Wait, so wait, that was... You said had or have Luke Skywalker? Oh well, unfortunately, I no longer have those. Okay, but uh... <laughs> just want to see if mi- Mrs. Zadek was okay with you still wearing, you know, having Star Wars bed sheets. <laughs> those were left no, in China. Probably not. Probably not. No. <laughs> so you you grew up with this, and then you started watching it with your girls. That's exactly right. Yeah, in, I told them the stories in China, though. Yeah, well, so, okay, so my wife and I had a disagreement about this because she felt that the children were not old enough to watch it yet. And, you know, I was like, what year can they watch it? And she said, well, when they're 10. And I, well, that's way too long. So <laughs> I, I, but we kind of snuck in because we, we watched the, the first thing they watched were the Clone Wars, so okay. the cartoons. They watched the Clone Wars series and then Rebels. And that kind of like primed the pump. And then I had I had told them like bedtime stories of Star Wars. <laughs> so now this is one of my favorite things because you told this story before. I think it was on a podcast that you were with us about you telling yeah. them the Star Wars stories. It's mm-hmm. ultimate ultimate dad moment. Do you do you girls remember that? Do you remember your dad telling you Star Wars I stories? I remember him telling us the stories. I don't remember you bit. telling us like the episodes with Ray in them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I remember the yeah, latter yeah. the later episodes. I remember uh-huh. you telling us those ones. I don't remember like. When you told us that Vader was Luke's father. Oh man, I remember exactly where we were. <laughs> like, where we were sitting on campus. <laughs> I mean, I remember when you were telling us about Captain uh, America, but I also remember you telling us about the Ray movies. Okay, stuff. so you you guys you retained the the more recent ones a little more. Okay. Well, she's young, you know. She how how old are you? <laughs> River, you're seven, eight. I'm about to be ten. You're shut up right now. Oh, excuse so me, I should not have said shut up to him. She's almost old enough to watch Star Wars. Like I can't believe that you're here. Almost old enough to watch Star Wars. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she got she got, got in. Lucky. Yeah, she got lucky. His journey was ten. River was seven. So he snuck un- in. <laughs> journey says it's unjust, but it's uh, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, that's that's the the curse of the older sibling. You have to you have to pay the dues to make it easy for the younger ones. Yeah. It's all right. There's a blessing in that somewhere. You get to drive first. So, yeah. uh, so, so what, one of the things that we want to do, and I love this, this is, this is geeking me out about our Star Wars talk tonight, but one of the things that I want to do is I want us to have the Christian has ideas. You know what? Forget it tonight. We're going to call it the, uh, the journey has ideas challenge. <laughs> there you go. And uh, and with this wonderful Grogu that she made with her very hands, this amazing little floppy-eared, little beautiful little green baby boy, 
Uh, we want to <laughs> challenge you guys that are out there in our Nerd of God squad listening today to be part of this challenge. Be part of the, uh, you have some Star Wars ideas. Now, maybe you don't know how to crochet and you've always wanted to learn. Well, I happen to have a video and we're going to link it in the show notes and you guys can go check it out on Christian Has Ideas on your YouTube platform and you can watch this amazing baby Yoda being made and uh, and learn how to do it. It's pretty cool and easy to follow along with. She, you know, it's, it, it goes quick. But the nice thing about YouTube, you can always back it up and, you know, take it slow. And if you mess up and it comes out looking more like Kermit the Frog, that's all right. You can say you did that on purpose. It's my Kermit the Frog crochet. That's uh, right. <laughs> but um, it, what we want to see is we want to see all of your cool Star Wars ideas. What is your fandom and your talent or your passion when they cross over? What does that look like? So show us. Go out and make something this week. Take some time and and crochet something or paint a picture or write a haiku or whatever that looks like and share that with us uh, on our social media at Nerd of Godcast uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, you can use the hashtag for that. <laughs> Nogs and Crafts. N-O-G-S and crafts. And uh, and so so a good easy one for you to start with is crocheting this baby Yoda, or uh, you can do your own thing, and let's celebrate Star Wars together. Any last words of wisdom, Journey, River? Thank you, God. God bless your ministry. You are you just you, you may be my favorite Zadek now. Just happened right there, right in this moment. I knew you could do it. Good job, <laughs> Christian. We love you. We love your family. I love you guys too. And thanks so much for uh, letting us be a part of it. It was super fun. And yeah, bless you guys. Go nice watch some Star you. Wars, you guys. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Christian has ideas on YouTube. Everybody, like, share, and yeah. subscribe. That was awesome. Do you not love Christian Zadek? He's, He's so great. I love their entire family. Uh, you guys really do check out that video. It's really delightful. It's um, so cool. Probably right. the best video I've ever seen. And uh, speaking of the best thing ever, you guys know what time it is? It's time for the best thing ever. <laughs> That's right, everybody. It's time for the best thing ever. And if you guys remember, we're doing a duos. Mm-hmm. This is the final battle of our first round of this bracket. So this uh, this past episode, we had Batman and Robin. Yeah, we did. The dynamic duo. The best. Versus topical. Han Solo and Chewbacca. Mm, let the Wookiee win. It was a tough one. Who do you guys think won? Batman and Robin. I don't know. I don't remember who I, I picked, but I'm pretty sure Han I voted Solo. for the opposite yeah, person. Yeah, Han Chewbacca. Solo and Chewbacca. No, Batman and Batman and Robin. Nah, is mm-hmm. iconic. Yeah, but this is an yeah. episode. Batman and Robin have Han been Solo around. And Chewbacca. Yeah, but Batman and Robin have been around longer. They're better by like 37 mm. years. And plus, there's like seven Robins, so you can have your choice of which Robin you want. But there's only one Han Solo and one Chewbacca. That's what makes them iconic. <laughs> right. And yes, thank you. Uh, you like, don't don't know, what to... side are you on, Steven? I say Batman well, and Robin. I'm pretty sure that's who's in my bracket. I think I voted for Batman and Robin. That's the right move. Well, Tony, you'll be happy to hear that hey. Han and Chewie won. Ooh. 63.64% oh, wow. to 36.36%. Oh, wow. So it was a two, it was a two to one. Really? Wow, yeah. Tony Batman looks and, shocked. Batman and Robin lost to Han and Chewie. Oh well, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, hey, moment. It was, but it was close. I mean, it was really, really close. Big upset there, Nerd God Squad. But that's cool. I mean, that's why we have these things, right? Yeah. You never know who could come out on top. Yeah, exactly. Han and Chewie, the Gonzaga of this bracket. <laughs> they had to win. It, it's a, it's a Star Wars episode. They kind of. 
It was. It was they in didn't the plan. Have to win. It does make sense. It yeah, all makes it, sense. It all, it all makes sense. So that was the that was the last of the the first round, right? Yeah, first round so is now, done. Now we're into like a battle of winners. Oh yeah. So who, who's this week? Final eight. This week we have Woody and Buzz mm-hmm. from Yay. Toy Story mm-hmm. versus. Troy and Abed. Troy and Abed. I feel bad for Troy and Abed. You yeah, think they're going to lose? No. Obviously, this is just a popularity contest. Uh-uh. If Batman and Robin are going to lose. That's literally what this, I mean, it's it's the vote of which one is the best. I mean, it, Yeah, but nobody puts it It's not like who would win in a fight. That's how I've always like, done personally, it. Personally, I pick Woody and Buzz. <laughs> but Who would win in a fight? Han Solo and Chewbacca or Batman and Robin? Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Solo and Chewbacca? No. Yeah. No. no. You've obviously not watched enough Batman movies. You lie. <laughs> Batman he would Robin. throw Robin because he knows uh, he knows they're going to. Chewbacca would probably kill the whatever Robin is there, but Batman rip would off his him. arms and yeah, rip off yeah. his arm, beat him. Yeah, Batman would have he'd pull out of his uh, belt uh, Wookie repellent and That's just spray it, it on Chewbacca. Ex- Chewbacca would explode. Yeah, yeah. To, and it would smell like <laughs> wet dog. Is what it is. Wow. No. But Sean it smells like, like burning dog. But Han would shoot oh. first. <gasps> oh, I'm so sorry. Oh no! Thank you. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> All right, so uh, so we got we got Troy and Abed versus Woody, Woody and Buzz. Buzz. So they can uh, they can vote for that. Where enough at nerdgodcast.com will have the link put up there, and you can vote on who you think should be the best thing ever, ever. ever. Excellent, 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 excellent. Super cool. Um, it is it is May the fourth on the day of this this episode's release. Be with you. Yes. We are excited about that, and I love Star Wars. Yeah. Yes, me do. too. <laughs> Alexandria, do you love Star Wars? Be honest. I don't love Star Wars. <gasps> Whoa. I can, and I, I could sense that in you tonight. Like, you're sitting there moderately indifferent about it. You could sense it. I could, I mean, I like the... Tremor and the Force. The mm-hmm. new trilogy. That's Star Wars. I don't, but I haven't, like, invested as much time as... Everyone else. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of Demon Slayer to watch. Yeah. No, true. there's only 26 episodes in one movie, but I haven't <laughs> like I haven't invested as much of my time in the universe that is Star Wars. Okay, there's a lot of content. So there didn't used to be. It used to be we got three movies, and then it's like okay, we got six movies, and then there's like we got nine movies, but now we got nine movies. We got two. Three, the time, we got three but, TV shows. But by the time that I caught back up into like. Being like nerddom mm-hmm. again, I there was a lot of content, and at that point, I had already decided that I really just love Lord of the Rings, so <laughs> I dove deep into that. Well, if you take all of Star Wars, including the TV shows and the video games and the books, you can still watch all of them before you watch the extended editions of Lord of the Rings. That's about but true, I prefer yeah. the extended mm-hmm. editions of Lord of the Rings, if we're being honest. There's So there's so much co- Star Wars content out there, and it is true. Now, with, with comic books that are canonical, video games that are canonical, animated series that are canonical, I mean, we used to be able to ignore a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. And now there's just a lot. I mean, we got books, we got theme parks, well, we got books about theme well, those parks. those books, those Books, a lot of like most of those books ended up. Star being Wars, ignored. the breakfast cereal. Well, Star Wars, the flamethrower. <laughs> well, the books were ignored, but they still brought characters from those books into yeah. the main universe. So yeah, I mean, and that's the like when you, when you read, you really do get a lot of backstory that counts in the yeah. main Star Wars universe through the books, through the novels. And if you if you go to Galaxy's Edge and you haven't read the Black Spire Outpost book, you're missing out on so much of what makes Galaxy's Edge great at Disney World because yeah. that book unpacks everything in there is significant 
significant, but you wouldn't know it unless you read the book. Even there's even the character of Vimarati who goes around that you wouldn't know who she is. It's like, oh, there's that girl with the blue wig. Well, she's really important, but you wouldn't know it unless you read the book. There's a lot of Star Wars um, that you can get lost in, which I guess if you're a fan, that's great news. It can be intimidating from the outside, though. There's right. a lot to like unpack there. So I was, you know, intimidated to start watching them but Alexandria when I started watching them they were actually pretty good so you should probably try it I mean I've seen the movies I grew up watching like my dad my dad likes Star Wars my mom loves Star Wars Mm. and so I grew up watching them but I wasn't like super invested in them Mm. and so by the time that I was like oh my gosh wait it's okay for me to like like nerdy stuff I haven't it's just not your favorite you enjoy it, but I would, you're not like... I mean, I would watch it. I, I would watch Clone Wars. I would watch the movies again. But it's just like, if I had to take it or leave it, I'd be okay without it. Mm. Not that it's bad. I just... So, I, I feel like our natural reaction should be to, like, blast you for that and tell you what a terrible nerd you are. Yeah. Probably. There's only one return, and it's not of the king. It's of the Jedi. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm mad at you, but that was kind of clever, so I'm kind of not mad at you a little bit. Well, one of those movies was, was nominated for Best Picture, and it, or one Best Picture, and it was not Return of the Jedi. That's true. Uh, but, but it's okay. to. There's so much in, in fandom that it's okay to pick and choose kind of what you like and what you don't like. What is it about Star Wars, or what does Star Wars not have that, that has kept you from sort of being hooked into it? I just... I was never really a big fan of like sci-fi. I prefer fantasy. Well, technically, mm. Star Wars is not sci-fi. It is whatever. Fantasy. It is a space too, fantasy. Sci-fi is science fiction. There's too much spacey stuff. I don't care. Does, okay, wait. Does this trail back to fear of space? No. Do you not like space things? No, it's not that I don't like space things. You afraid of the future? It's in the oh, past, what? sir. It's a long time ago. Oh, in a galaxy well, far, far away. Technically, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not that I. I don't know. I appreciate Star Wars. You don't have to love it. It's okay. You just we need you to leave for the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I just Wait, need to I want you back. Yeah, it's not it's not for everybody. I my one of my biggest problems with Star Wars fandom is when people just poo poo on things because they don't like it. Including or not, each other. Yeah. No. No. Yes, no I'm not you know, verbally. Okay. Because, like, mm. one thing that I've noticed, you have not watched the new trilogy, Julia, correct? No, I've seen none of it. Okay. So, I really enjoy the new trilogy. Okay. For me, it was a f- breath of fresh air because I, I grew up with the original trilogy, but I was, like, nine years old when the prequels started coming out. So, mm. I loved the prequels because I was nine. But then when I got older and I had more refined taste, I, <laughs> I realized they weren't that great. But I go back and I look at them and I'm like, you know what? There's some things I can pick out of the, the prequels that yeah. aren't terrible. Like, mm. it, the writing's not great. George Lucas really screwed the pooch sometimes on, like, some of the setups he tried to say that he did, but he completely mm. messed up his own continuity that he wrote. But there's things I can pick out. Wait, Reven- like what? So, like, at one point in, um, I want to say it's in one of the movies in the new trilogy, mm. not the new trilogy, the original trilogy. Okay. I want to say it was in in A Whoa. New Hope. What is it? Where Leia says, you know, I remember my mother, la di da di da Yeah, that's Return. So, but if you watch uh, a new, if you watch the trilogies, she never really meets her mother, but for like two minutes. So it's like... As a baby, like a newborn he baby. He also says that Obi-Wan tells Luke, you know, your father wanted me to give you this when you're old enough. And 
he never says that to him. We have to assume mm. that he said it Obi-Wan, on some, Obi- some off-screen thing. Obi-Wan kind of lied it's from a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah Obi-Wan <laughs> is a ghost liar. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is? It's George Lucas. He's like, well, I don't think I'm just mm. going to go ahead and just write this. It's like poetry, it rhymes. Like mm. poetry, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. I never got to make my point, but wait, make your point. What, what was your hear. point? My point was it, it bothers me when people just want to poo-poo on what people like in Star Wars. So, so like, there's a lot of people. Most of them are diehard original trilogy fans. Doesn't have not every one of them where they're just like, oh, this new trilogy isn't Star Wars. The last. But Jedi. what I want to ask somebody is, well, what makes the original trilogy Star Wars that makes the new trilogy not Star Wars? Except it's. A new generation, like it's completely a new generation. It's, you know, what forty years from the original trilogy. Things change, people change, climates change. You know, all of that is different because it's so far in the future. It doesn't need to be the exact same. That's just my my complaint when people just want to automatically write off. It's almost like politics. Like you can't you can't vote for a candidate without somebody just yelling at you for what you believe in. You can't say you like a Star Wars movie without somebody yelling at you for liking the Star Wars movie. Yeah, you, that's. I think you spend too much time on the internet where people just yell about everything. No, all the time. I just I spend too much time on the Nerd or God Squad on Facebook where people just <laughs> no. yell about everything all the time. Unpopular opinion: I love Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Unpopular opinion: I love Jar Jar Binks. Oh yeah, uh, everyone unpopular. hates him. Oh, yeah. I think he's delightful, and like when I was a kid and I saw him, I was like, "Ha, that's some chaotic energy." I'm all about. Well, Jar Jar Binks is an actual Sith Lord. No one just wants to talk about it. Unpopular opinion: I like the Ewoks. Just saying, oh, me uh, the Ewoks too. are delightful. Just saying, Jub Jub the whole. I've way. heard some people don't like them. I don't understand. Unpopular opinion: I like Jennifer, General Grievous. Jennifer <laughs> I like Jennifer Grievous. <laughs> His sister. <laughs> They're all related. Padme is that Natalie Portman's character? Yes. yes. I think she's pretty. I like that's what I have to say about there, her. Nobody thinks Amidala is not pretty. Like, there's nobody. Oh, oh, yeah. That she's she's a horrible, awful person. I like the moment when General Grievous is looking down and he goes, "My sister has four arms." <laughs> her name is Jennifer. You should be a Jennifer. You're my Come sister, Jennifer. <laughs> oh, I also really like Jar Jar Binks. I feel, I feel like someone yeah. in their squad right now is gonna put out like a Neff in a dress thing and put like Grievous in a dress with a wig and call him Jennifer Grievous. <laughs> Uh, uh, so it's gonna be a dress made out of lightsabers. <laughs> Wait, that sounds cute. Go ahead. I was it sounds gonna, dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say uh, to, to Stephen's point, cute. like this. I think the reason, like people, like you said, like they're so f- separated by like thirty years between the original trilogy and the new trilogy. But, like the same way with the prequel, tri- uh, the prequel trilogy and the new tr- or the original trilogy, they're all separated by like. 20 to 30 years in between each trilogy. So it's going to well, be I a think different... it's about 20, little, 17, little, little exaggeration, between, but yeah. three it's gonna be, and four. It's going to be a different world each time you go into it. It's the same, same universe, you know, but it's going to be changed in different ways because different things have happened in those spans of time. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So don't I, get me I, wrong. There are definitely things that I wish they would have done differently in the new trilogy. I think the main thing they should have done is had J.J. been in charge of all three. Yeah. But Ryan Johnson made a good movie. It just was tonally different than the other two, so it just fits weird. It feels like a puzzle piece that fits, but it belonged in a different story. Especially that part where that one red guy missed the the movement on that fight. But yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I would agree with you. Like the the Last Jedi was an interesting movie. There were parts of it that I did not like. I heavily did not like. 
But in hindsight, yeah, that was a solid. Yes, we did. Yeah. There were parts I didn't like. Uh, the, the I know a lot of people didn't like the casino stuff. I wasn't a total fan of it, but I liked what it brought up. Yeah, and I have to say, probably Last Jedi is my least favorite of the three, but yeah. not a bad movie. You'll see when you get there. Okay, and, I'm like looking, and I'm just so, like, I don't know. But the Force, the Force Awakens, Awakens is great. number seven is probably, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion tonight, it's probably my favorite Star Wars movie. Wow. But wow. mostly because when I when I had watched the, a new uh, the original trilogy, I'd kind of been aware of everything. So like mm-hmm. Vader, be, spoiler alert, Vader being Luke's father was already see I what? didn't I didn't knowledge. know that when I watched it. So that's why it was kind of well, crazy to me. So fun fact, uh, Brittany, my wife, mm. she watched Star Wars and she didn't know that, but <gasps> she watched it episodes one, two, three first. Uh, so oh. she grew to like Anakin. And then it not crushed knowing her. That he was, and then she was yes. devastated. Literally same. That he became Darth oh. Vader. Because she knew of Darth Vader, didn't know who Darth Vader was. That's the ultimate mm-hmm. pain. So she didn't know. So she was really upset. So like when we go and we watch like Clone Wars, because we watch mm-hmm. Clone Wars and Rebels together, and you see like you get to see Anakin again in the Clone Wars, and then you see mm-hmm. all that from the other perspective of the other characters who knew Anakin. But also get to know Vader. It's just—it's really interesting. Star Wars yeah. did a good job, mm-hmm. I think, with the TV shows of really bridging that gap between all the movies. Because yeah. I mean, I love the TV shows. Rebels was great. Mm-hmm. Clone Wars was great. Uh, Mandalorian is phenomenal. Yeah, I um, haven't—I haven't seen Resistance, but I, hear I have not seen that either. But I've been it, told it's, it's not worth the watch. Am I correct with that? That Something? is correct. Yeah, I've been Oof. told it's not great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can't win them all, but uh, this is now for me. My opinion comes from a person who grew up with the pre- with the prequels coming out. Like my first uh, Star Wars movie I ever saw in theaters was Revenge of the Sith, and it is still my favorite. Every time I watch it, I love it every single time, even as an adult. Um, but I also had I had the original like theatrical versions of the original trilogy on VHS, the ones that had like the black covers with oh, the, yeah. the half faces. And on the them. theatrical version is the way to go. When, when yeah. Julie and I watched uh, the movies, mm-hmm. we watched the theatrical version of Jedi. Oh, good. Oh, so you uh, watched the um, the uh, like almost pirated looking DVD that they that they put together. No, yeah, well, it was the one of it, it was the transfer from the laserdisc. Yeah, as long as it didn't have like the singing lady in Jabba's palace, no. and then it yes! had, but then so, it had Jub so Jub at the end. Afterwards, I showed her the. Like all of the additions. Yeah. It was so, it made me so mad. The one that made me the most mad is when he like looks over um, Luke mm-hmm. and he sees his dad. His dad. But then it's <laughs> yeah. like. It's Hayden Christensen, you guys. Yeah. I was so, I was like, what? I got actually flabbergasted. The Sarlacc has like so a weird beat. But, but he just was going back to his Jedi, his Jedi form before he turned. So this yeah. was yeah. before the child So murder. if you want to look good as a force ghost, you should turn bad and then repent right before you die. That's yeah. bad theology. It wasn't the, <laughs> no. That he does as he throws uh, the emperor. Oh, that's so bad. dumb. So dumb. Yeah. yeah, and like they. Okay, no one else cares. I'm sure, but I cared a lot that they changed the last song. Yeah, yes. I did too. Oh yeah, the okay. jump, jump, jump was important. Yeah, like he showed me, and I wanted to cry. I was very upset. And they showed Naboo, and then they had Jar Jar say, "We are free." <laughs> was that really Jar Jar? It was. It was his I, voice. Oh. It was like is Jar Jar still assumed- alive? <laughs> yeah, and I just. It just makes me so mad that you can't even watch the original theatrical release. They don't exist. They don't exist. Like on Disney Plus, you can't watch it. You have to find it somehow, and it's crazy. I feel like Disney is going to re-release them on Blu-ray one day because anytime they can can sell, yeah, they can sell you the movie for the fifth time. The Star Wars Vault. They're going to be like, you know what? Our parks aren't making as much money as much money. 
Release the theatricals on Blu-ray. <laughs> release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. <laughs> Come on, Bob Iger. Do it before you well, leave us. Tony even told me that, like today I, I was rewatching the original trilogy yeah. and I and McClunky. McClunky. Greedo said McClunky. And we, I asked Tony, was that in the special edition? And nope. That was a nope. Disney Plus exclusive. And I'm like, that's it's They're so dumb. They're still adding crap to that movie. It's so dumb because yeah. it's so much better when he's like, yes, I bet you have. And then it's he true. shoots. That's like that's so, great for those of people that might be not super familiar with what you're talking about can you like i didn't know what you were talking about with ex- okay so explain it so in, so in, in the newest edition of a new hope mm-hmm. which there's already a i'm going to use i was going to use a stronger word to describe it but there was <laughs> a, uh, a an edited scene where han solo who is a a, a villainous pirate character he has not yet had his story arc where Smuggler. he turns heroic is sitting in the Mos Eisley Cantina. He agrees to to pilot Luke and Obi-Wan to Alderaan for a hefty cost because he's a pirate. He's a cat. And he's a ne'er-do-well. Mm-hmm. And finally, he's excited that he's going to take these rubes for all the money that they have. And on his way out, he's stopped by Greedo, a bounty hunter. who he had already to, seen earlier that day. Who he wants to get some money extorted you know, from him because Jabba the Hutt's looking for him. And in that scene where Han at one time shot Greedo in cold blood because that's what a cad ne'er well smuggler would do he shot second greedo shot at him from point blank he across the table neck. and then oh. and then shot back at him and killed him but for some reason now in the most recent version of it when greedo is sitting across from him and he says you know over my dead body that's the idea greedo says mcclunky and then pulls his gun out and shoots him he says the word McClunky. Like he doesn't speak in his language. And there's no McClunky. subtitle for it. Like what is no, it? No, no subtitle, no nothing. He just said McClunky. That's and then, weird. Like because you would think that because Disney made Solo a Star Wars story where they definitely make a shot, pun intended, at the fact that people are mad that Greedo shot first. So it's like you would think that they it's just know. drawing more attention to it. McClunky. Yeah. You know what? Stupid. Now they have a podcast talking about it. It's like a meme. Now it's people like a, are gonna go watch it. They're gonna go they're download gonna go Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. Get a free trial and watch it. So uh, we're a part of the problem. We'll we'll do a couple quick things. Well, I want to talk Star Wars by a, by a character's point of view. So we're gonna mm. do a couple quick um, uh, flashpoints. At which point I I'll give you a character name. I'll give you a theme for the character, and you can kind of walk this out in your own personal story. I think it's something that everybody can relate to, regardless of your level of interest or passion about Star Wars. Alexandria is just glazed over right now. Uh, She's all like, right. I'm just thinking about Samwise and Frodo. <laughs> she is. Uh, Luke. Luke, his whole character arc, especially as he goes through and finds out that Vader is his father, spoiler alert, is that he chooses to see the good in Vader. He looks right past the fact that he blew up Alderaan, looks right past the fact that he tortured his sister and tortured his best friend and his chopped off his hand. And, you know, he gets he gets killed his mentor, gets right past all that. And he's like, I see the good in you. I believe that you can change. As a Christian... Is this, how does this inspire you? I mean, I believe that that's probably one of the things, you know, the judge will not lest ye be judged type deal. Mm. Like, don't, or like get the speck out of your eye before mm. you, before you try to, you know, tell someone about the one in theirs. It's, you know, everybody has a story. Everybody has something that they've gone through, but we can choose to see the good in people. We can choose to see God working through them, no matter how 
how bad they may seem, whatever they're going through. Like you don't know somebody's story. Right. Yeah. Um, so if, like if someone just seems like a jerk or someone just seems like, like, but if they're really trying to live for God, or even if they don't love Jesus at all, see the good in those people, because yeah. that's what Christ did. When Christ went up to the woman in the well, he saw her sin, but he also said, go and sin no more. Like, I mm. see what you've done. I love you. Go and sin no more. Not, not, love. not exactly. Those are two different stories, but that's okay. It's still better storytelling than the prequels. Uh, yeah, but no, you're exactly right. Oh, going to more is for the woman calling the out of adultery. So, still, but, still, but, still holds water. Same, same idea. Yeah, same idea. Uh, same guy. Han Solo, I love you. Ugh. I know. Ugh, I hated that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Uh, that's not the right you hated answer. Hated that? Incorrect. Yeah, when it happened, I literally rolled my eyes into oblivion. It's like I of, could not stand it. One of the it. best lines of all time. No, it's not. It's stupid. It's so, well, it fits his character. Sure. In the whole movie, he was asking her how she felt. He's about literally him. about to die, and that's the last thing he wants to say to her. He didn't die. Dumb. But he you don't know that. He didn't know that. That's Dumb. true. That's Dumb. True. Incorrect. They were testing. Okay, wow. Julia wow. clearly has strong feelings about this. Wow. Yeah, I guess so. How do we respond to God's love? <laughs> not how I just when God, <laughs> not what I just said. When, but when God when God confesses his love to us when he demonstrates his love to us that while we were still sinners Christ died for us mm. do we just look at him and go I know mm. I feel like some people do that I feel like some people take that for granted yeah like the same people who like you know where it says in the Bible you know um just because you're forgiven, does that mean you can go and sin? Keep sinning, just knowing that you'll be forgiven again? Heaven forbid. You know, like, I feel mm. like some people are like, oh, I, it doesn't matter. I can just, God loves me anyway. I'm going to go ahead and keep doing what I'm doing. And I can just ask for forgiveness and think yeah. that it's going to be okay instead of just like truly realizing the, the heaviness that comes with God's love, not in a bad way, but in like a, oh my goodness, like God, Jesus died for me for this love. Now I can go and live for him. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely been in that place where, you know, I took it for granted. And when you say I know, like, it just, I'll go, I'm going to go ahead with my, my anger. Like, it, it's kind of arrogant, you know what I mean? And I've been there. But do you really know if you don't change, if you don't see what he did and do something about it? Hmm. I know reciprocation. Yeah, it's not real reciprocation. It's like, yeah, I know. It's like, oh, well, do you? <laughs> Punk? Yeah, Jesus says that love comes with um, actionable, measurable steps. You know, a greater mm. love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friends. If you love me, you'll obey my commandments. Yeah. You know, it, it, how will they know that, that uh, you know, you're my people? They'll know you by your love for each other. Like, love is a, yeah. a commandment that Christians are supposed to follow. And if God is saying, I love you, we should be saying, then we love you. And, and because of that, we will love others. Yeah. Instead of what we kind of say sometimes with our actions, which is, I know. Yeah, just a thought. Mm. Um, Vader. He'll turn there. Anakin turns into Vader. Fear leads oh. to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Uh, it's the snowball effect. It's the spiral of, like, I made one bad choice. I let the devil get a foothold in my life. Yeah. And then it turned into something bigger than it originally was. It turned. It, it took me further than I wanted to go, kept me longer than I wanted to stay, cost me more than I wanted to pay. Mm. Uh, w what is your story when you feel like turning into a villain? Yeah. Well, I, I definitely see, I mean, just from doubt, a lot of that also came from doubt. He doubted that everything would be okay. He doubted that he that if he just let Padme, you know, go through a pregnancy, that it would be okay past his own visions that he that he had of her because of what happened with his mom. Was it a foregone conclusion? It, it was a foregone conclusion. Is it predestination? Is that what it is? That's what he thought. Is, is Anakin Skywalker a Calvinist? Is that, that's, what, that's the story there? <laughs> you know, you, you see him go through all this doubt, and he doubts the people who are trying to help him in... I, I could see anybody going down a path where they they hear, you know, this stuff that, hey, God loves you, Jesus loves you. And then they're like, 
I, you know, yeah, but what about all this? I want to do all this, all this stuff. I got to do all this because there, God's not enough. There's not enough to, to get me where I need to be. And I think that we can find that same doubt sometimes when we doubt God. And that's, that's the part where I feel the weakest is when I can't trust God. Mm. For me, I know that that snowball effect happens, especially when I'm like relationally with other people and I hold unforgiveness against others. And I no longer see them for who they are as God created them. And I, I allow that anger and that resentment to build. And it makes me not act or walk towards them in love. And so for me, it starts as like an unforgiveness type of thing. And I, I'm not acting in the way that I know I should be in Christ. Like actively forgiving. Right. Yeah, because unforgiveness turns into bitterness and and resentment and and, and hate. And hate leads to suffering. suffering, Right. Uh, Last one I want to look at real quick. The Ewoks. Emperor Palpatine had a perfect plan. Yeah. Uh, He hid the the fleet behind the forest moon. He had all of the information. They were never going to get into that shield generator. Luke had already been taken right up on onto the Death Star. He His was there with Vader. Force. He was everything fell into his hands. The they were gonna come in not only were they gonna come and find that the shields were still up on the second Death Star, but that it was fully operational, even though it was still under construction. The Emperor won in one move. The only thing that he did not count on was the Build-A-Bear workshop on Endor. (laughs) The little Ewoks throwing rocks and pulling ropes and and dropping tree trunks on these guys in the forest moon literally changed everything. It was the one thing that he could not have predicted and did Mm. not factor in. Well, you see, with that, Anakin was his foil because he created C-3PO, who then became their god. (laughs) That's right. Uh, He he was the golden calf to the Ewoks. Mm. In your personal testimony, what are the Ewok moments What are the little things that didn't seem like they would make a big deal in your life that turned out to change the entire trajectory of your story as a Christian? It started with a friend of mine who invited me to a youth group event, and I only said yes because there was a chance at winning an iPod Touch. An iPod Touch was your Ewok. An iPod Touch was my Ewok, and if I hadn't gone to that movie and I hadn't been marked by the movie that's titled To Save a Life, I would never have met Pastor Kevin and I wouldn't have called him like randomly at the lowest of my lows, even though I hadn't spoken to him in seven years. Wow. If it hadn't been for that friend who invited me to that night and then subsequently those friends thereafter who would literally sneak me into Bible club at the high school that my dad taught at, that I was terrified of my dad finding out because he was Jehovah's Witness... If it hadn't been for them and it hadn't been for that event, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. An iPod. An oh, iPod. Love it. For me, it's uh, it's going to sound really stupid. It's my love of, of the game of pool mm. because I loved billiards and I, I grew up playing it with my friends and I was at my friend Keith's house and his little brother had come back from youth group that night. It was a Wednesday night. He was like, hey, you got to come with me to this youth group next week. They have a pool table. So me and Keith were like, yes, we're going because we've been you know, hankering to play some pool. <laughs> and that was the main thing that got me wanting to go to this youth group, which turned out to be the youth group at our church. And hey. that's, you know, that, you know, that was the next Wednesday is when I went to the church. And that Sunday is when I, you know, gave my life to Christ. And, you know, the rest is history. But hadn't, had it not been for me loving pool, I don't know <laughs> how much I would have had a pool to, uh, to go to the youth group. Eight ball corner pocket yeah. of your soul. And that pool table is in your house now. That's true. It's still, still around. I'm having a hard time thinking of, a small thing because all these things that brought me to God I think 
have been such big moves. But if I'm being honest, I think coming to church here for youth group, and I don't even remember who first brought me here. Um, that's how like how little I remember it um, when I was maybe like 15, maybe 14. And just coming here, and I knew Jesus, and I knew that he loved me, and I knew that he wanted to have a relationship with me, and I knew he'd always be there. But to learn like the practical things about you know, just Bible knowledge. Like I just didn't have a lot of that. And I think a lot of that came when I started just coming here. So whoever invited me, thanks. I don't remember (laughs) who you were. It might've been Jesse Dryling. I think it was. Wow. I think it was. That's right. She drove me too. So it's the little things. And you know what? And I, I say that in our stories, if we think about this and we reflect on it, it's the little things that can cause the biggest effects in our lives. Mm. And it's not only that, but it's, the little things that we do that can create tremendous effects in the lives of others. So in your own hero's journey, in your own galaxy far, far away, find out what it is. Look around. Always, you know, be mindful of the future, but not at the expense of the present. Uh, Master Yoda always says. Yeah. But um, look for the things that you can do right where you are right now to be a catalyst in somebody else's story. It might be a word of encouragement. It might be an invitation to church. It might just be, hey, what can I do to serve someone today? Uh, You could be a hero. You could be your own Jedi for Jesus in somebody's tale. Uh, You could be the agent that God uses to really, really bring about a tremendous change. So uh, follow Christ. Trust in him. Let him love you and love him back. And uh, Jesus will be your source, your course and your force. That is all the time we have for today. I am so thankful for all of you guys hanging out with us tonight. We had a great time, and um, we will be back in a couple weeks. Uh, so keep keep it tuned in wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit that subscribe button. We also appreciate if you uh, leave us a review and uh, some stars. We love them when they come in groups of five. Thank you so much for that. And uh, if you haven't already done so, go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Nerdogodcast. Uh, we are a listener-supported show, so anything that you can do, even if it's just, hey, here's a dollar, it, it goes a long way to help the ministry. We are getting back into the season where things are reopening, and we're very excited that uh, Megacon is coming. So yeah. we are going to be going out and bringing the gospel to the uh, one of the biggest comic book conventions in the Southeast. So uh, please help us to get prepared for that. And your financial blessing goes a long way to make mm-hmm. that happen. Uh, come back and be with us in a couple weeks' time. It is episode 145. Oh, yes. And that means it's an all-play. Oh, yeah. yeah. All-play episodes. I'm excited. Are, it's, all, it's, it's all games all night. Or, is this the first all-play I've been on? I think it I is. I think it is. Yeah, And it's a very special all-play to be on because we're not going to be doing a bunch of games. We're oh. going to be doing one game. What? I won't tell you it's what it is. one game to rule them all? I won't tell you what it is, but I will tell you this. There's been a murder. Oh, I'm so excited. So we want to see you guys back I here. I do declare it. I'm so excited <laughs> right now. I don't right. even know what it is. <laughs> Next time on the Nerd of God cast. So go Radcliffe right in front of me? <laughs> watch some Star Wars this week. Uh, get on there and do the Christian Has Ideas Challenge. Make yourself a crochet baby Yoda or draw a picture. Write a poem. Uh, give, do a sketch. Some cool Star Wars action figure photography. Whatever it is. That, and share that with us, please. We can't wait to 
see that. Uh, use hashtag Nogs and Crafts, and uh, we will see all of your stuff posted online and celebrate your creativity with you. Give God glory, your creator, through your creativity. Until next time, for the Nerdy Godcast, Steve Supremo. May the force be with you. Alexandria Marca. Simple obedience changes history. Quentin Gregory now. Do or do not, there is no try. Julia Cameron Colazzo. Clunky. <laughs> Clunky. <laughs> Clunky. Nailed it. Nick just said no. Nick Sadler. Goodbye. And uh, I'm Tony T. Until next time, I love you. We know. <laughs> we ain't got to go home. But, but we, we can't stay here. Barely a nap. Was it a 12-minute nap? You know, literally, I'm, I'm. can I just tell you how much I love you? I was okay. literally taking a nap, and I was about two minutes into it when you text me and um. said, what time do we have to be there? And I, I wanted to tell you, you told me to go take a nap, mm. and I tried to, and then you woke me up from it. Aww. So it never resumed. But, but you but love me. I did try. That was the beginning of that that calm, that story, and now I feel like there's less love there. There was no, there was no I love you, but. I just, I mean, I might have said that, but I don't, I didn't mean that. Oh, well, now it's recorded forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs>